from a marketing perspective, this is genius. And here's why you are attracting patients, the 80 new patients a month that you're getting, those are more GP patients. And that the cost to acquire those is way lower than a cost right. to acquire a full arch uh, patient. Other people just starting out, there's, they're saying that they do maybe like four or five cases a year, you know, and it's hard to get comfortable if you're only doing four or five cases a year. We've had months where we don't do many and or zero. And then we've had other months where we've done you know, six or eight arches. And like I said, we're not burning the house down by any means. There's people out there doing way more than one. Yeah, of course. Welcome to another episode of the Full Arch Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more full arch cases for offices just like yours. And today I have a special guest, Dr. Tim who is a practicing dentist at Compassionate Dental Care, and he's going to share how he converted his GP office and bolted on full arch and all the struggles and things that he had to go through to have a successful practice that could actually support both GP patients and full arch patients. You're not going to want to miss this one. He shares all the details, everything from bringing the lab in-house, how he does his marketing, and, and he's going to share some gems in here that you probably haven't heard before. So make sure you stay tuned for this one. All right, Dr. Tim, so why don't you tell me the number one thing that is driving growth for you in the full art space right now? Well, for us, I'll tell you, it, it's, it's, believe it or not, it's, it's just finding existing patients that need it. You know, we, we, we see in our practice, we see, I don't know, 65 to 80 new patients a month. And, uh, and then we do some marketing for our implants and um, that kind of thing. But I'll tell you what, uh, people come in and they and they and they haven't been at, to the dentist in a long time, and they think they just need a cleaning. And and they've got yeah. a full blown perio. They've got a lot of root canals that they've had in the past that have failed. Or they got root tips in there, and they and they think they just need a couple of uh, of a broken teeth out or that kind of stuff. And I'm the, a lot of times I'm the first one telling them that, Hey, your yeah. teeth are terminal and we need to, yeah, we need to possibly consider something else. So, um, so you're, you're finding them before they've had the idea planted in them that, Hey, you might need full arch or you might need the, this, this larger treatment. They're coming to you for general dentistry saying, Hey, can you help me out? And then you are educating them and kind of pushing them down that path uh, of needing more treatment. Is that, is that, am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, you know, sometimes I had one lady come in and she wanted to, yeah, and she wanted to do Invisalign. And, uh, you know, she had such bad perio. I told her, I said, I, I don't think that's a wise move for you. I really think we need to consider this. And, and so I think she's actually in the pipeline. She didn't, and a lot of times I tell people, I say, you got, we got two hurdles that we need to get over. And the first is the emotional component of actually losing your teeth. Okay. A lot of, uh, a lot of times when I see people, and that's the first, and I'm the first one telling them that they're going to lose all their teeth. And so they yeah. have to get over that. And once they get over that, and then it's always the financial uh, hurdle, you know, how they, how do they fit that in their budget? You know, and I, 
And I usually say it that way. I say it's not how much it is, it's how do we fit it in their budget, you know? And, um, mm, yeah. And that seems to, that seems to work out pretty well for the most yeah. part. Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. Well, and it's and it's a, it's yeah, it's a different it's a different strategy, right? So a lot of other people who are out there are trying to attract the full arch patients in and get them into their office, which is great. But then you get a whole different slew of questions. They're much more, you know, they're going to be thinking in a totally different way where you're kind of meeting the patients where they're at. From a marketing perspective, this is genius. And here's why you are attracting patients, the 80 new patients a month that you're getting, those are more GP patients. And that the cost to acquire those is way lower than a cost to acquire a full arch, uh, patient. It's, it's a, there's a similar strategy in, um, pedo to ortho. So uh, there's a lot of practices out there that do ortho plus pedo, and it's it's expensive to acquire an ortho patient, but it's relatively cheap fractions of the cost to attract a pedo patient. And then from the pedo patient, you find ortho patients. Right. And so that's a that's such an amazing uh, a model if done properly. And I kind of want to talk through how you've built out that model, but just give us to give us a rough idea, you're, you're attracting about 80 GP patients a month. How many of those would you say, and I know there's like, I'm sure they roll over, you know, from the month before and things like that, but how many full arch cases would you say that come out of 80 new patients a month if done properly? Oh, I don't know. It's not a lot. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like we get a ton out of that because we don't, Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's, it's, it's building a pipeline, you know, like yeah. at one time I talked to a patient about it and, and she, and she called me 18 months later. Yeah, have to do it. So a lot of this, um, it kind of comes in in spurts. But we we get the full large patients too, and I love those because they've already done the research. We don't have to yes. talk much about it. And a lot of times, the uh, people are saying, "I don't know if it's just if it's just I talk real with them, you know." And yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have a problem talking money with them either. I just I just tell them the price, and pretty much, you know, in the first the first, a third of the conversation, just so we get that out of the way, you know? And then I say, okay, we've got that out of the way. Now let's talk about it. Okay. And then, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, it seems to be, it's got two different ways to go about it. But I think the GP way, I would say that we probably have got really good success because I'm the first one telling them about it. And yeah. And then they trust me and, and if it's a financial fit, then a lot of times they'll move forward. And, okay. Now, now, what to help people out there? So, if there's somebody in GP who's like, "Hey, I want to add full arch," and we were kind of talking about this before that it's not as easy as just like, "Yeah, I'm doing full arch now. I took some courses and now I can do it." Because there's there's a lot of operational and marketing and just how we answer the phones, how we schedule. How how long did it take you to kind of add full arch to your guys's GP practice? 
Well, it's kind of funny. I've been doing it for about 15 years. Um, we did our first uh, full arch, and I had a periodontist in my office that did the surgery. I don't do the surgery myself. Um, you know, I've always had had either periodontist or oral surgeon, or I've had, uh, I guess a new term is, now I'm a super GP. Anyway, super GP, yeah. You know, a GP that yep. does uh, surgery and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, um, but it takes a while to get the uh, the flow down and everything. We just recently, about uh, two and a half years ago, we went we went to an all digital workflow. Oh, okay. And that's been a learning curve. But it's been fun. I think. I think in a lot of ways it's easier, but in a lot of ways it's it, it's also harder too. But uh, I think overall it's a it's a really good way to uh, help the patient. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, digital workflows are huge, and uh, I know they it can be a little bit stressful when you add them, but once you learn them, it it, it saves so much time and mm-hmm. so much energy, and and it's consistent. Yes, too. So how, how long, how long did it, would you say it took you once you did your first case? So you did your first case and usually when people start doing cases, did they realize like, oh, my team's not like equipped for this yet? How long till you were like comfortable that your team got it? They understood what, what was going on. Well, we weren't doing a whole lot back then. So I would, I I would say it took us longer than normal. You know, um, when I talked to other other people just starting out there's they're saying that they do maybe like four or five cases a year you know and it's hard to get comfortable if you're only doing four or five cases a year you know i think you need Mm -hmm. to do you know a couple of months to really and really start to get your flow and then you know we've had we've had months where we don't do many and or zero and then we've had other months where we've done you know yeah, six or eight arches. And like I said, we're not burning the house down by any means. There's people out there doing way more than one. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know. But-, but you're also seeing all these GP patients. So this is a, yeah. the way I look at it, like if I was a dentist, it's like, okay, I have my ba- my recurring base of patients that are coming back every six months. I have, the, it's like recurring revenue basically mm-hmm. from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, now you're adding these larger cases that the ROI on them is really, really big. And that really takes your office to the next level. I, I, I think that that's how I kind of see it. Is that how you look at it as well? Yeah, that's actually we actually um, separated the practices because that I incorporated um um I'm an implant only practice called brand new brand new brand new smile implants just to be able to to do that because I I didn't want the ROI getting mixed up with the but the writer practice. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. So are, is that separated just for numbers on your books or is that separated for marketing purposes as well? Uh, both, both numbers, got it. marketing. And we've also got a separate part of the office. That's, it's almost like a separate wing and just for doing full arch cases. Got, oh, okay, so you've 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 uh, literally extended out your office to make it just for full arches. Mm-hmm. Yep. When when did you add that to your practice? We did that about three or four years ago. I had um, uh, um, I hired 
I'm a treatment coordinator that used to work for one of the large uh, chains. And, um, and he said, you know, I know how to do this. He said, Let, let's, uh, why don't we make a separate practice? And we did. And we uh, made a real nice consult room. And then we, about a year into it, then we, we made a couple of big uh, uh, surgery rooms. And, um, yeah, and then we added uh, um, a full service uh, lab too where we can make all of our uh, uh, full arch uh, zirconia and everything right in the house. Wow. Uh, how, how long, how long, uh, how long did that take? What, how long did that process take you? Oh, we did all that over a period of two or three years, I guess. Two to three years. Yeah. And do you know, do you know roughly cost on something like that? If someone's considering going oh, down that road. Yeah. If you're going to add a lab with the million chambers and everything, you're going to spend, you're going to spend 150,000 at least. Okay. All right. But so far that's worked really well for you. I mean, you're, 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 it sounds like you're, um, this makes total sense from a business standpoint. Well, yeah, the payments on, uh, on the machines are, less than what I was paying my lab guy per arch. So you know, I have a lab guy in house now and he, he does all that. Plus he does other things, uh, crowns and, and dentures and all that kind of stuff. So it's a pretty good ROI. That's awesome. Is there anything else that you're doing that you, that you've realized over time that, you know, this has paid really big dividends as far as helping you grow this side of your practice? Um, what have we done? Yeah. As part of the digital workflow, we got uh, a 3D printer. And um, and that, and the more we use that, the more I like it. You know, we find more and more uses for it, you know, every day. Did, well, so, did someone build it for you or did you guys kind of piece it together? Build what? 3D printer? The digital. No, no, oh. no. The digital workflow. Oh, uh, I'll... Oh yeah, we went through um, uh, the uh, the full arch masters uh, uh, course with um, Ryan Dunlap, you know, and that's a really yep. good course. We they taught us all about the, uh, the milling and the and the three D printing and and the photogrammetry and all that. That's a really good course for anybody that wants to get into it. Yep. Full arch, uh, full arch masters.com course. Yeah. So that was, that was helpful. So after you learned how to do the treatment, then you went to that course to learn how to build out the digital workflow for your office. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, like I said, I've been, we've been treating at full arches for about 15 years. And then, um, they heard about Ryan. And so we looked into that and we went out there a couple of years ago and, um, you know, it's been, They've been wonderful because they've got really good support afterwards too. You know, in fact, they're helping us with the case right now that we we have to do. So, um, yeah, but he he runs a really good program out there. Awesome. So, last question for you: If you are in a stadium, you got thirty thousand dentists in there who are like you. They're GP practices, and they're either thinking about adding full arch or they've already added it, and they're kind of in the woods of you know, hey, what did I get into? And this isn't what what I was told uh, that it was going to be. 
what would be your one piece of advice uh, uh, for them uh, now that they're either getting thinking about starting or just getting started? Uh, I would say, I would say not to give up. If you have a, if you have a, a little bit of a struggle, don't worry. It's a, we all did when we, when we started, there's always a, a more to learn. And I think it gets better and better. And I think, uh, the, the biggest reward is just, is just seeing how, how it changes people's lives. You know, it's hard to change a person's life when you do an occlusal filling, but, but boy, I tell you, you, you take somebody who, who hasn't smiled in, in 20 years and you, and in one day you can get rid of all the infection in their mouth and you can, and you give them a smile. And I mean, it's not uncommon that we have people cry in our chair when we, when we put those teeth at it. And that's the day after they're all swollen and everything still, but they, but they put those teeth in, they smile. And, um, it's just amazing to see that. That's so awesome. Well, I, I totally agree. The impact is huge. And, and, and I really feel that dentistry obviously plays a huge role in everybody they come in contact to. But I, I love your point that sometimes when you're doing a filling or you're doing small amounts of treatment, um, the impact isn't quite as large or you don't feel it quite as much as the dentist. Yeah compared to when you're totally transforming someone's life and they're able to smile again, they're able to eat the foods that they want, they're able to, you know, have the confidence to get the job that they want or whatever it may be. That's, that's such a big, uh, 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 it must be such a rewarding thing to see at the end. I've seen the videos and I've, I've talked to people obviously, but to have your hands inside of something like that, that's huge. And I, I really appreciate you coming on, being very, very honest and upfront with audience. I think these are the kinds of conversations that are going to help people because there's over 10,000 baby boomers retiring every single day and they're all going to need implants and those kind of things soon. They want to live an active life. They have the finances and to, to afford it. And so you're going to, you're going to see this just continue to grow and grow and grow. And people like you have kind of led the way for these GP offices to be able to add implants. So I appreciate you coming on and, and, and sharing your story. All right. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here, Gary. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Tim. Thanks.